welcome to another episode of Let's Talk with Jordan Therese. I'm, of course, your host, your girl, Jordan Therese. And today, let's talk being a creative in college. I graduate next week, which is scary and exciting, more exciting than scary. Um, I thought I'd be a lot more sentimental during this time. And not to say that I haven't been sentimental, I just feel like a lot of people are like, oh my God, I'm crying all the time. And I only cried once, but like I was at a, I like, it wasn't even a full cry. Like it was like a baby cry, but is, <laughs> and it wasn't fully about graduation. Like maybe like five, 10% was at a graduation, but like the kicker is like I was at a bar drunk. So like I probably would have cried anyways, given the circumstances. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll cry during this episode. Like, we don't know. Like, this could evoke some emotion from me talking about my experience in college. Um, but yeah, it's very, very crazy to think that I am on the tail end on this four year journey, which has just been a blessing and incredible. And I'm so grateful. Um, for being able to have this college experience. So I thought I would reflect um, and give some tips and advice, you know, for all the people who are in college or about to go to college. Um, but first I was like, let me share my story, my like little college, my college recap, the little four years. Um, so if you don't know, I'm about to graduate at the Bandier program for music business at Syracuse University. Like, actually, funny story. One of my babysitters when I was living in New York City, shout out Caitlin, I'll send you this episode. Hey girl, love you. She went to Syracuse for their theater program because Syracuse has an incredible theater program. And I remember I must have been like six or something at the time. And this is when I was like really doing theater and stuff like that. And she was like, Jordan, you know, when you start thinking about colleges one day you should really apply to Syracuse they have an amazing theater program and their mascot is the orange and I literally looked her and I remember this moment I looked her dead in the eye I was like no Caitlin I would never go to a school that has a mascot as an orange and here we are four years later I decided to apply to this program it was the last program that I applied to and I applied and I got in while I was backstage during a show of mine my senior year like literally right before I was going to go on so I was like oh like this has to be a sign like very crazy very wild so I'm here and freshman year I came into the program like the whole reason I applied because my mom was like if you're going to be an artist you need to know about the business and you need to know how to advocate for yourself and like what happens in the business and the inner workings of the business and being able to network in the business. So that was my whole reason for coming here. But when I first got to the program and I feel like we talk about imposter syndrome all the time, but I was like, okay, like I felt so much less than as a performer because I didn't have any music out and like a ton of people already had music out and like knew about production and stuff like that. And I didn't even realize that independent artists could release their own music and you know, build a career for themselves despite not having a team or being signed and all that stuff. So I just felt so fucking less than. And I remember one of the first times like everyone in my grade hung out, like all the guys were talking about like, oh, what DAW do you use? And for people who don't know what a DAW is, digital audio workspace. And like right now I have Logic pulled up, like, and it's just what you use to record music. I had no 
freaking idea what that meant and they were saying all these things i didn't know and i remember like going to my friends room i was like like a i hate it here like b like i feel so uncomfortable and she was like jordan like be so fucking for real like and i had known her since high school and she's like you're an incredible performer like you know what you're talking about like you know what you're doing don't let anyone you know make you feel less than so i was like okay like you're right you're right you're right whatever but despite that i feel like my freshman year i wasn't working on music at all and i just i like literally was just like whatever like maybe i'll just actually do the business thing and maybe i'll actually like I don't know, like becoming an A and R or some shit. I didn't, I didn't even know what an A and R was when I first got here, but I was like, yeah, maybe I'll do something like that. Like just trying to like minimize myself as much as possible and trying to fit in as much as possible because I felt so freaking uncomfortable. Um, and then the pandemic hit, <laughs> and I went home. If I didn't have the pandemic like stopping my whole freshman year. I probably would have transferred because um, I was just not vibing with it. Like I was whatever, like I had great friends. I was in a great sorority, like all this stuff that was good. But like, I think like deep down, not feeling comfortable to be myself creatively 100% just made me feel like this was not it, which is very valid and i think that self-expression is the most important thing or one of the most important things so when you feel like you're not able to do that it just takes a toll on all areas of your life so yeah i was just kind of like it was the pandemic like hating music like there was so much happening in the world and i was just like okay this is so stupid like why am i studying music business like what's what's the point here what's the point with all of this i felt like what i was doing wasn't purposeful in any way in just like the grand scheme of life and i was like okay it's not really making an impact working in the music business like i just felt like it was just really stupid honestly and i remember talking to one of my friends alexa shout out alexa and i was just like i don't want to do this anymore i hate the music business and also during this time of the pandemic, a lot of truths were being revealed about like the treatment of black people in the music industry and those types of spaces and the treatment of artists in those types of spaces. And obviously, like there was a lot happening um, within BLM. And I just felt like I'm not making a difference in the world. This is stupid. Like, this is so fucking stupid. Why am I here? Let me do something that actually has importance and an impact um, and will make me feel like I'm contributing to the world. And so yeah, I was confiding in my friend Alexa and I was telling her that I don't want to do this anymore. This is like, it It feels like I'm not going to be able to make a difference in the industry. Like this is just a thousand white men running this. And I'm just like this young black lady, like this girl trying to like do something. And it just felt super helpless and I hated it. And she said to me something that like really opened my mind and like changed things. She was like, Jordan, but you're the type of person who will bring up women and people of color and other minorities up with you when you succeed. So if you just keep doing what you do, you'll make change because you'll bring along people with you. And then I was like, okay, damn, like you kind of ate there. Like, 
you're kind of right. So then that kind of gave me a new perspective in terms of my purpose as a creative and also just as a woman with a music business degree and working towards that because I was like, okay, you know what? I can actually impact the industry and I can do that by working with a ton of women and working with a ton of women of color and, you know, LGBTQIA plus background and disabled women and, you know, just bringing up people who aren't seen in the industry as I grow and am able to expand everything I'm working with. So that kind of gave me a little bit of hope and a little bit of, okay, what I'm doing is actually purposeful and not a stupid, silly little waste of time. So thank you, Alexa, because I do think about her saying that to me probably once a week because <laughs> um, you, you always got to hold yourself to a higher purpose than just what your everyday work is like. Um, so, yeah, a couple of I'm trying to think I can't remember exactly when it was, but I decided during the summer, during the pandemic that I was just not going to come back my sophomore year and do it remotely because I... A, just mental health wise, was not in the right space to be back at school, stranded, locked in a dorm 24 seven because of COVID. And I was just like, the other part of that, the realer part of that was like, if I stay at home, I'll have so much more time to work on music and be in a space for me that was safe and that I knew that I could like actually do what I wanted to do instead of being somewhere where I felt like I couldn't do that fully. So my sophomore year, I remember it so vividly. It was literally the first day of my sophomore year. Everyone was in Syracuse. I was the only person in, or I was one of the only people in my grade. I think there was just two of us who decided to study remotely. And we were on Zoom, like blah, blah, blah. It was our first class of the year, which is Convo, which is kind of like our mini music business class where we talk about what's happening in the world, what's happening in the news of business. And right after that class I had like my first writing session my first one ever and I feel like everything just kind of like snowballed from there and I think like y'all know I'm very big on boundaries and very big on like putting yourself first and I'm always like when you say no to one thing it opens up room for something else And I feel like that was so true with my creative journey, like saying no to going back to school opened up all of these writing opportunities that I wouldn't have been able to do and wouldn't have been able to balance if I was at school. So that's kind of like where it all began. And I just started doing a ton of writing sessions. Like I would probably write with other people like twice a week at least and then write on my own like three times a week. Um, And I was just trying to write as much as possible. I started learning how to use the DAW since I finally knew what a DAW was um, and how to record my own vocals and how to edit vocals and even starting to learn, you know, some production things. And it was hard. It wasn't easy. It was very hard. So to anyone who's trying to learn how to do all these things at home by yourself, like keep going because it's a lot and it's not it's not easy by any means but the whole 10,000 hours thing is so true like the more time and energy that you put into it the more the more that you'll grow with it the more that you'll just shine in whatever creative field you're doing um so I kept you know sophomore year was all just about making music and 
you know, creating my kind of like creative circle and collaborators. And that's where I met, you know, people like Lexi and Christina, who both were on my first song, So Good On My Own. And Lexi was on my second song, um, Can't Talk. And just, you know, meeting as many creative people as possible and just connecting with them and doing Zoom sessions with them, which was so imperative. Then fast forward to my junior year of college, I did my first show like at school. Um, Shout out Sammy Miller. It was a So Far Sound show, which was super, super cool, super, super fun. And literally the moment that like saying my last note, applause, applause, applause. Then two people came up to me and asked me to do like two other shows that semester. And it was just like literally every time I did a show, I was asked to do more and more shows, which is really, really cool. But I will be and this is like, again, a huge shout out, Sammy, because if she didn't give me that or I guess asked me to do that so far show, I probably would have never done a show in Syracuse. And I pro- yeah, I probably just would have kept doing songwriting and never really like performing an artistry stuff just because it like, again, despite, you know, taking the time to be away and be an artist somewhere else like still coming back to this environment I was like I don't know like people really don't see me that way like kind of almost like fucking like gaslighting myself or some shit because people would ask me like oh how's like even to this day people will ask me like oh my god how how's music going and I'm like how do you know I do music like how do you know I have songs out despite having fucking songs out um which is (laughs) Amanda just gave me a look, which is crazy to think about. But, you know, whatever. So did the So Far Sound show. Freaking awesome. And then I was like, and people were liking the original songs that I was doing. And I was like, okay, like, I guess I should actually start releasing songs. Um, LOL. So I went to a studio downtown. Shout out Subcat Recordings. Still record there all the time now. And for the first time ever, I was in a studio and for the first time ever, I was recording a song of mine and it was super, super fun and super, super cool. And I feel like now I really love recording, but I'm so judgmental of like myself and like my voice and just very technical on how I want everything to sound that I'm so hard on myself about it. But now I'm starting to just like enjoy recording in that process more and it's been hard to enjoy it more but I think that's obviously as a recording artist and also just now doing this podcast I'm having to hear my voice a lot which is just making me like make peace with it um but yeah so recorded the song finally then I got an amazing opportunity to open for model tour in my hometown which was just so exciting i was like okay well frick like now i actually need to have music out because i can't like if if i'm gonna have this show opportunity this performance like i gotta give people something that they can listen to beforehand to get hype and listen to after and stuff like that so i finally january 2022 released my debut single so good on my own which was okay funny story the first time that I uploaded the files for So Good and like submitted it to be released, I uploaded the instrumental, which like imagine release day and people go to listen to it and it's the freaking instrumental. Like, I'm so glad that I caught that because I was like, 
<laughs> I like pressed submit and then I was like, wait, hold on. I don't know if that was the right file. So I like deleted it and like made sure that was the right file. So tip here, make sure you put very <laughs> good descriptors on all your audio files because you don't want that to happen to you. Cause that was, that could have been so freaking embarrassing. So anyways, released the song, amazing. Then a month later did the model tour show, which was so incredible. So many people who have been seeing me perform since I was in a high school came to that show, which was so crazy. So many people who are like younger siblings of people I went to high school were in the audience. Like it was just, it was the best first opener experience. It was the best first show after releasing music experience. It was the best first like, you know, big venue, hometown, performance experience it was just amazing couldn't have asked for a better time and then oh my gosh literally the <laughs> the literal morning afterwards i had to jet to london for school which i could make a whole freaking episode about that 24-hour experience because i nearly got kicked out of my abroad program because i was missing like the first month of it yeah that was a whole thing I'm going to make an episode about that, actually, because that was crazy. Um, so, yeah, then I went to London, was interning, working on music. But I was just kind of trying to enjoy being in Europe because I never left the U.S. before. So that was super cool. And then that brings us to my senior year. Last semester, I was studying in L.A., which was super cool to, you know, meet people that I've been working with in person and networking and doing sessions um and yeah then this semester i was in syracuse for my final semester and a lot of it has been recording um and writing new stuff performing a little bit but it's just been a crazy two years and just like a lot of stuff like incredibly blessed incredibly grateful but it's been really, really interesting balancing like being Jordan, the student, Jordan in college, as well as Jordan Therese, the artist, darling. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy and reflective. So for my college creatives out there or my creatives who are also balancing a nine to five or whatever, here are some of my pieces of advice. My first piece of advice is to have tunnel vision. It does not matter what the frick anyone else is doing. Like, I feel like, especially in the beginning, like so much of my imposter syndrome came from giving a fuck about what other artists near me were doing or what they knew or just feeling like I didn't know anything. But at the end of the day, there are hundreds of thousands of millions of creative people on this earth. But not everyone wants what I want out of my creative career. No, no two people want the same thing ever, 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 ever. Despite what it might look like, we all don't want the same things. And I think that is something that has brought me so much peace in my life <laughs> that I didn't even realize that I needed because the moment that you start like looking around at what other people are doing, it just slows you down. You know what I mean? Like, when runners like run races, they're not like, oh, is, is, are they like, how close? No, they just, eye on the prize, freaking go. And that's just what you have to do. Because the moment you get caught up in stuff with other people, it's just nothing good comes from it. So don't do that. 
tunnel vision, tunnel vision, tunnel vision, and keep yourself to like a higher purpose, a higher goal. Like, what are you doing this for? At the end of the day, what are you doing this for? And that's different for everyone. Like for me, one of the things that I do all of this for is because they're not enough black women in this industry, <laughs> like period. And you will never not hear me say that, like till the day that I die. There are not enough black women doing this. And this industry continues to fail black women. And which I don't, which is awful. And I think one of my overarching purposes is to be a voice for black women in this industry and to bring up other women in this industry and to pave the way for the next generation of women in this industry. Not only as a creative, as an artist, as a songwriter, as a producer. Also, there are just not enough people like being real and having transparent conversations about mental health and anxiety and imposter syndrome. And this is within the music industry, but also just in life. Like, obviously, as a black woman, I know my perspective as a black person on this planet, but in the black community, there isn't enough talks about mental health and wellness. And I know that's the same for in other communities, just through talking to people. So I know that one of my main purposes is just to live unapologetically to help inspire people and uplift people and to bring people up and just you know help other people achieve their goals as i'm working to achieve mine so hold yourself to something higher and have tunnel vision towards that goal because whatever anyone else is doing it does not matter at all okay number two don't be afraid to be seen trying i don't know why but sometimes people are like People make it such a big deal when people are trying to achieve their goals and are doing anything that they can to create something for themselves. Like it seemed as like cringy or weird to be, you know, passionate about something or to be working fear. Excuse me. It's seen as cringy or weird to be passionate about something or working fearlessly towards your goals, which I just think is so stupid. Like, incredibly stupid because how are you going to get there if you don't take the steps that it takes to get where you want to go you know what I mean like Destiny's Child they were singing in a Walmart parking lot in a Walmart parking lot you think Beyonce would be the Beyonce she is today if she wasn't doing things like that like sure yeah they might have felt like oh this is a little stupid this might feel a little cringy but they knew what they wanted and they knew that they had to do the work to get there so you can't be afraid to do the work to get there especially if you're in a creative field that means that a lot of the work is going to be on public display okay the only way you're going to get better is if you keep putting out your work if you keep doing what needs to be done because if you're not trying and not waking up every day and actively going towards your goals your passions whatever you want in this world it's simply not going to come like Justin Bieber wouldn't have been discovered if he wasn't posting YouTube videos of him singing. Same with Ariana Grande. Like, if they weren't seen trying, they wouldn't have anything that they have today. So, if you need to mute people, like, I mute people on social media. Like, I am always like, if you want to unfollow me, baby, there is the button. Click the fucking button. Because 
I don't care. If you don't want to see me doing my thing, working towards my goals, trying out what I want to achieve in this world, then goodbye. Like no one's no one's forcing you to follow me. No one's saying you got to do that. So keep doing what you need to be doing. Don't be afraid to be seen trying, but just also know that there are going to be people who are just haters and just low vibrational bitches trying to mess with what you got going on. But again, if you have that tunnel vision and you're holding yourself to a higher purpose, then it doesn't even matter. But the third one is <laughs> create opportunities for yourself. Like no one's gonna hand you shit and no one's gonna know at the end of the day what you want for your life, okay? And I think we get caught up, especially as creatives. Oh, there's only one way to get what I want. I have to, you know, record an album, then I'm going to find a manager who's going to fall in love with me and think that I'm amazing, and then I'm going to sign a record deal, and then I'm going to be going to go on tour and blah, blah, blah. No. No. Especially now, there are a thousand freaking paths to every goal, okay? So don't get caught up in it has to do like this and this and this and this. On the other side of that, because there's so much oversaturation, just in the market and in the world right now, you have to get kind of creative about your approach on things. And this is something that I think about every day and I try to work on every day. But if these opportunities aren't falling into your lap, you just need to create them for yourself. And that can mean like, you know, self-funding your music. Like that's what I freaking do. Child, I have had so many weird jobs and random jobs, worked as a pharmacy tech, child cared for so many freaking years piano lessons so much reach it like whatever but i'm like you know what i'm gonna do what i need to do get the coin and put it towards the music just create those opportunities for yourself if you want something you just need to figure out how to take the resources that you have and make something and always remember that there are always people in this world with so much less doing so much more and that's another thing that i try to think about and remember every single day like there is no there lack is just a mindset the idea of lacking doesn't exist because if you didn't even know that other people had it and if you didn't even know that those other things were available you wouldn't feel a way that you were less than and didn't have access to said things so take a look around you See all the resources you have, see all the connections you have in your phone, see all the things that you're capable of and create something with what you have. Okay, the fourth thing, calendars save lives. They really do. Like who would have thought a simple iCal or a Google Cal or a little, you know, Aaron Condren calendar, like whatever, whatever your vibe is for a calendar. It is so important for the due dates and the deadlines, especially being a college student on, and then on top of being a college student, doing internships and working part-time jobs like all four years, nothing has kept me on check more than a calendar. Literally nothing in this world because it's so easy to forget and it's so easy to just be like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes up and you're like, oh, no, there's no time. And they're like, okay, I'll do it the next day. And then it's just a cycle of not getting shit done. Just get the shit done. Put it down on your calendar and get the shit done. I know it's hard. I know like Mercury be retrograding and it makes you tired. I get it, girl. I felt all of it. I feel it today. I'm exhausted. Truthfully, would love to just be sitting in bed right now in sweatpants and not in jeans in a leather jacket. But you know, we gotta do what we gotta do. 
So just make a calendar, keep yourself organized. And once you commit yourself to doing something, try so freaking hard to see it through and actually get it done. Because if you don't, you're just going to keep pushing it off and and procrastinating. And that's you just don't have any progress. If you don't wake up every day and work towards your goals, it's not going to get done. And especially as a creative, it, and especially if you're balancing other things, having a calendar is just going to keep you in check and working towards your goals. Okay, my fifth tip after a self-reflective time of being a creative in college is just to be bold. Show up as you. I know this. I started this whole episode talking about my journey and especially as an underclassman feeling so much less than because I didn't have music out, which was in hindsight, I mean, it was valid, but in hindsight, I was like, okay, like whatever, that was stupid. You should never feel that way. Just be bold, be you, like what you like, make the kind of music that you like. That was the other thing. Cause like, I'm a, you know, I'm a pop girly. Like I love pop music, but that pop music gets so much hate sometimes. And I'm like, babes there's a reason why it's popular anyways but just like what you like and do what you want to do and show up the way that you want to show up and be unapologetically you because if you're not a people are going to see right through it b you're not going to enjoy being anyone other than yourself and c you can only get so far by not being yourself you know what i mean the facade is only gonna last for so long like i came into this program knowing that i did not want to work in the music business and the times that i was acting like oh yeah i like doing this i think like child that lasted like a semester (laughs) and then i was like give me give me the fuck out of here i'm done with this so just be bold and show up as yourself as much as you can as many hours of the day that you can and with being bold, like don't be afraid to reach out to people that you want to work with or start different projects that you want to work on and just making the art you want and showing up as the type of creative you want. I know it's hard and starting and putting yourself out there can feel like hell and it's just, it's a lot. I know, I still feel it and it's, it's hard, but the only way that you're going to get past it is just getting past it and just putting yourself out there and doing the shit that you need to do because your dreams for yourself and your aspirations for yourself are so important and you shouldn't hide back that part of you. So baby, if you got a dream, go fulfill it, go do it, go do your thing. (sighs) Wow, I think we're at like the near end of this episode and I didn't even cry. I was like, maybe I'll get emotional talking about college. Nope, LOL. Oh God, peace and love to the college though. It's been a good four years. Like it's been a great freaking, oh, maybe I do an episode about like my college experience, but not talking about creative stuff, just like life shit. Cause there's a lot of juicy tea there. Amanda said, just change the names and spill the tea. Girl, maybe, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Don't tell me with a good time now. But yeah, it's been crazy. But I'm glad that I went to this program and did this thing because if I didn't, this podcast probably wouldn't exist. And we wouldn't be having this beautiful conversation right now. We wouldn't be talking like we'd be talking. Um, Yeah. 
wow, four years done on to the next chapter. I'm excited. Let's get excited for the future. Yes, creatives. Yes, fellow grads. Congrats to y'all for doing the damn thing because college ain't easy. Um, and yeah, I think that's all the advice I have to, to share right now and all my thoughts on being a creative in college. Like always, peace and love for y'all and all the listeners. Check out Let's Talk with Jordan Therese on our socials on Instagram. Check out just me, Jordan Therese on Instagram, TikTok. And yeah, till the next time. Love you. Bye.